Welcome back to the Black TV Shows Podcast. I am your host, Miriam Tomeskin, uh, and Shani is back with me today. How are you? Hey, y'all. I'm good. I'm very good, literally. Um, I have some very good things that have happened, and I can't wait to share it all with you all. Um, little piece that I can say is I'm not a teacher anymore. Yay! Um, I'm always going to have some love for kids but uh it's freeing now to to not be a teacher um and i hope everybody's juneteenth and father's day was lit let's do it i'm glad if not then you know do a makeup do something but yeah it's It's always a good day to be black since juneteenth was a holiday last year right like, was it considered actual yeah, it, holiday? it was, yeah. Yeah, it, it went into effect that it would be an official holiday. And in the U.S., it is a paid holiday. So does that mean you guys got Monday off? Like, yes, today? Yes, I think so, yes. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, people are off work. Now, of course, like, you know, people in the food industry, no, they're not going to have those days off. But, um, so it's it's not, it's not federal. So, like, if you're a lawyer or judge or whatever, you can still have court or whatever. But, like, for the most part, like, you're not going to school on that day or um, any job that doesn't necessarily have to be open won't be. Yeah. And and I'm here for it. Because, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, Juneteenth is basically the Black Fourth of July. And um, it's a day that, needs more recognition than what we've been giving it. I am appreciative that people are learning um, because another thing that I can't stand the, the woke community where they're, they're like, the woke community likes to act like they're so omnipotent and it's like, you still have a lot of learning to do. And so if people are just learning about Juneteenth, then let them, don't, don't be that person that's like, Oh, now you want to ride the wave? Well, yes, because I'm I'm hip to the jive now. Like, is yeah. this not the goal? But I digress. Um, I I uh, learned about I'll be honest. I I didn't know about it until uh, they talked about it on the Blackish uh, show. They had an episode. Okay. So I don't know. That was a few years ago, actually. But like, yeah, I didn't know about it until I saw that episode. Yeah, and I I think. I think what started it all was the fact that uh, I um, I think I don't want to say that the police brutality is yeah. what kicked it off. Um, it became I'm not more. Say that that's it, what it kicked it off, but it definitely pumped it up. It definitely did. After uh, May 2020, the next month, everyone was talking about it. So. I, yeah, and you know what? I yeah, because I remember in quarantine, Juneteenth. That's when everybody was like, "All right, we celebrating. This is what we doing." Mm-hmm. And then, I think I think from now on, it would be a tradition. Because last year, Juneteenth, I went to a friend's house, and we had a whole setup. Like he had tents in his backyard, and I'm setting up tables, putting putting up um red, black, and green tablecloths and um, outside decorations. He barbecued. Um, we planned the menu. Now, what all I remember last year is that he barbecued, and then I think he had, like, barbecue sides. This year, um, 
if we're able to plan it because he might have something to do this year. But if we're able to plan it, we've decided to go with a Caribbean theme. So we're we're gonna have um, we're gonna have all types of jerk food, um, and then we want we've talked about wanting to try fufu and something else. That, oh, jollof. Um, but I also found out that here in Chicago, we're going to have like a jollof fest in August. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, I, and it's my first time hearing about it. I'm excited. I've never tried jollof and I want to. My fear is that I'm going to like, like if I go somewhere, it's not going to be like, I, like I want to go to, to a restaurant and when I order jollof, I want it to be somebody's auntie who gave the recipe and who like spent plenty of time up under grandma and, and even perfected it if needed, if need be. Like, that's how I want it to taste. I don't want it to taste really commercialized. I don't want it to taste like, oh, well, I seen my mama put a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And it kind of tastes like, no, I don't want that. Because like, I have enough of that going to uh, jerk restaurants in Chicago. And it's terrible because Chicago people will jerk literally anything if you let them. But people think that jerking something is literally like putting the jerk marinade on there and then just letting it sit. No, that's not how that works. It's a whole lot of stuff that goes into it. So I want a taste of authenticity. Um, so hopefully we can make that, that work out and I'll be able to uh, have an update for y'all. Sounds good. And yeah, and this week is my birthday and oh my God, it's, it's weird to say that I'm going to be 27. Like it's, it's, like I feel like I, I have yet to reach goals that I needed had at 27 but yeah you sound like me <laughs> <laughs> you sound like me um because I'll be 30 in November and I, I reminisce a lot on when I was between 25 and 27 and I'm like dang like did I waste time or like what, what happened you know so I, I know I know that feeling um and you're much further than I was Really? Oh. 26, 27. like you're working in films and whatnot and me I was just working with kids so <laughs> yeah um life is a, a very funny thing who said that Gina yeah <laughs> <laughs> life is a funny thing girl, girl. <laughs> I love that every day yeah. I, I, I've, I've seen that like a million times that that yes. one little clip <laughs> <laughs> yeah by very, the way very iconic I um um I saw um a her name is AJ Sanders right AJ yeah yeah um I saw her in the doc the documentary that I just finished uh called Fat Tuesdays um uh, and it's about it's on Amazon Prime it's about oh um it's about the the comedy store so I actually didn't get when I went to LA I did not go to the comedy store I actually went to Laugh Factory for chocolate Sundays but I didn't okay. know that originally chocolate Sundays uh, at the laugh factory actually started from fat Tuesdays at the, uh, the comedy store, uh, which was, um, what is his name? Guy, guy, uh, what's his last name? He's a comedian. Um, oh my God. I'm forgetting his name. Tory? I think so. Yeah. I think that's his name. Right. And then he has a, yeah, and then sure, he has, dark guy. he's got a brother. Yeah. yeah yes. Okay. So he's the one okay. who start. he's the one who started fat Tuesdays and he was able to get all these comedians to become famous by just performing at Fat Tuesdays, which was um, this is a three part. Oh, 
this is this is a three three part documentary so it's about like at first oh my god what i'm forgetting names already the guy that so you know the movie baby's kids yes the, what's the guy that passed that passed away? Uh, that, Robin Harris. Okay, so he uh, it all started with him basically, uh, not at the comedy store, but at the comedy. Oh, see, I'm already forgetting this documentary here. But I <laughs> this other place that's in the hood by Crunchall, and basically he did this whole like he, he every week he would host, um, and uh, like it brought the rise of a lot of comedians. And then when he passed away. Guy Tory decided, oh, I'm I'm gonna do something similar like this, but at the comedy store where now executives will be able to see us and maybe put us on televisions and movies. And all mm. these comedians, so if we're talking about like the kings of comedy, like you know, Steve Harvey, uh DL, uh Cedric, Cedric uh, and Barney, like all them, they all started at the comedy store on Fat Tuesdays, and then that's when they got seen. And the same with I like I was seeing like Nick Cannon was part of it um oh my god aj of course she was part of it they were talking about all the females that were part of it um like because usually before then females didn't really did comedy so it it like it yeah it it was it was always kind of like in secret kind of like uh mom's mabley and can't think of the other lady's name but yeah it wasn't common yeah so um yeah and so literally just from this fat Tuesdays it like created a whole like industry and then basically how every show that you watch in the 90s there is some comedian from fat Tuesdays that performed and well okay so I think I might have known a little something because I don't I'm not going to say both of them but one of them um between Guy and Joe one of them went to college with my mom oh yeah. And I, I said, I was like, wait a minute, y'all the same age as my mama had? What? Um, and they were at, so my mom would take me to her college homecoming when I was younger, just to get me, give me the experience of being at an HBCU homecoming. Um, and it was her way to coerce me into an HBCU. I don't, <laughs> I, don't I really don't think I ever really had the choice of whether, like, I think she would have entertained the idea of me attending a PWI, but I really would have had to want it. But she was going to drive the HBCU home. And so, so she's like, she's like Claire Huxtable and, and Cliff. She's very much them. Okay. Uh, it, it, was, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to her school. She did not want me to go to her school. Mm-hmm. She made that explicitly clear. <laughs> she said, I do not want you to go to Lincoln. She went to Lincoln University in Jefferson City, Missouri. Oh, Joe, like, Joe, Joe Torrey went to Lincoln University. So it was Joe, yeah. Um, so she was like, I, I don't want you to go to Lincoln, but you're going to a black college. Um, and I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Lucky for you, I want to go to a black school. Yeah. Um, and so he talked about that. He talked about how, um, how people were coming through the comedy show and how he was, how him and his brother were given people the platform to do that and that's kind of all that I remember because I wasn't supposed to even hear all of that I was like sitting outside of the comedy show at the hotel that it was in and what else am I gonna do besides walk around the whole lobby so I was able to sneak uh to sneak some sometimes and be able to hear what he was saying so 
you just basically cleared up, cleared up everything that he said. Wait, so sorry, where did she go? Lincoln, right? Yeah. Okay, because um, guy went to South, a Southeast Missouri State University, but I don't know Southeast if he actually Missouri State. I don't think he oh, finished. Oh, so he though. wasn't far. I don't think he finished because it didn't say that he graduated. But yeah, so, but yeah, so they must be from Missouri or um where well maybe not no they don't necessarily have to be from missouri uh well guy was born in california uh, oh and then he moved to st louis at the age of five okay so they're from st okay that makes sense that makes sense because nobody just goes to school in missouri especially to those two schools like if they go to school in missouri they're going to mizzou which is university of missouri yeah. um which is also an hbcu um or you might you might go to like Harris Stowe State University, which is in St. Louis or there's St. Louis, Missouri, or I mean, St. Louis University, which they call SLU. Um, I don't think that's a black school though. But yeah, nobody just, like Missouri isn't just one of those schools that you decide to go to for an HBCU. When you think HBCUs, you think the South. <laughs> you do yeah. not think Missouri. Um, so, so that's where that came from. Okay, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So um, it is yeah. a really, it's a really good docu-series. Uh, so I, I recommend people to check it out. Like, it's crazy because it's just like, I didn't know, like when I went to see the Chocolate Sunday show, I didn't realize it was like, it, it's like a birth from the, like the Fat Tuesdays because originally yeah. the reason of the, the reason Guy created Fat Tuesdays was because he asked um, the comedy star, like, can I have a night so we could basically show black people basically. And they said mm-hmm. Tuesdays because it had the less less people coming and no one really showed up on Tuesdays it's you know it's a work day all that stuff and it was I guess just it, it just they didn't have much of an audience and uh they also got the small room at the beginning and then once it got bi- bigger of course they got bigger room but um yeah and so and then it became like a whole thing so um it was a place to be if you wanted to be in television in movies so mm, well maybe I need to go on down fat Tuesday then yeah, I, I wish I had no well no fat Tuesday. I just realized fat Tuesdays is no longer a thing now, but um yeah. but I, I wish I was alive or like I was old enough to go at the time. Because I think yeah, it stopped after 10 years, I think. Uh just because guy Aww. because Joe kind of ruined it for him. Uh, so guy was trying to go into the movie scene and television and he mm-hmm. just couldn't do both. So he got Joe to be the host, but Joe just ruined it all. So sorry, okay. I guess I feel like I just spoiled the whole <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fine. No, this is history. But uh yeah, so uh make sure to check it out on Amazon Prime. Like it's it was good. What you say it was called? A fat Tuesday, but it's spelt as uh P H A T. I love it. Not like fat, like F A T. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, and so but when you said that though, it made me think of uh New Orleans. So I thought that you were going to say that it was based off of like somewhere in New Orleans there's, or something. They said that after Fat Tuesdays, there's so many other like black like shows around the U.S. and in the U.K. So maybe that's based on the Fat Tuesdays. So I, I know Fat Tuesday is um, Fat Tuesday itself is uh, it happens during Lent. Oh, um, is that actually a thing? Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. Uh huh. So. Um, Fat Tuesday is the last, so let, if you decide to give up something for Lent, mm-hmm, yeah. um, Fat Tuesday is the, is the last day where you can, it, it's the day before Ash Wednesday. Oh, okay. And so, you know, that's the day where you get to, to do, 
So let's say you you you're giving up, I don't know, sweets for forty days. Fat Tuesday is the day that it's the last day that you get to have all the sweets you want before forty days is up. Oh, I see. And um, and I think people have just taken that culture um, because when I was in college, there was a night at one of the clubs called Fat Tuesdays. And we were just there on a Tuesday. I think drinks were like half off or something. Or uh, So I think it was like a half off price to get in and um, a half, half off price on drinks or food or something like that. But it, it was always, it was like that every week. Mm-hmm. So it's a culture for sure. Um, I love being black. <laughs> I just yes. love being black. Yes. And so today's episode, we're going to be talking about A Different World Season 2, Episode 16. It's Greek and Me. Um, mm-hmm. So apparently, according to, I see, I always get my facts from IMBD. Um, the title is based upon a quote from William Shakespeare play uh, Julius Caesar, Act 1, Scene 2. Uh, but for my own part, it was Greek to me. Apparently, that's that's where they got it from. I I, I don't know if that's oh. true, but um, that's what it says. That's the fact. Um, and uh, so this episode uh, aired February 23rd, 1989. Uh, of okay. course, this was directed and produced by Debbie Allen. Uh, the writer for this episode is Jeffrey du- Dutel. I think that's how you say it. And this is the third time we've yeah. talked about him. Um, mm. and this is the third episode, literally, that me and you have talked about. And the last episode yeah. that he's doing of A Different World. As I said, he's a white man. Um, yeah. so, but uh, it's a, he's no longer on A Different World after this episode. And uh, this episode is about Dwayne uh, and Ron's friendship is strained after they pledge to a fraternity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have much knowledge about fraternities. I like it literally just me watching this stuff. I, I don't have actual experience, but uh, I'm assuming that Kappa Lambda New Fraternity Incorporated is not a real thing. Not to my knowledge. No, it's, okay. it's not. It's not a black Greek letter organization. Um, or what's called divine nine. Um, but I, I think what they were trying to do was give off the idea that they were pledging a black fraternity. Um, and I'm saying that based on the colors that they were using because Omega sci-fi, their colors are purple and gold. Okay. And, um, there's a, um, a part in the show where they mentioned that part of the reason why they're even doing what they're doing is to get closer to the Delta Ducks. Yes, they kept saying that. I remember that. And um, more often than not, the Deltas and the Qs, which are the Omegas, um, they interact more like brother and sister mm-hmm. as organizations. Um it, it it truly it 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 varies across different college campuses, but more often than not, you're going to see that it's it's deltas and, and Qs, um, alphas and Ks, um, zetas and sigmas because they are literally now zetas and sigmas are the only organizations who are truly brother and sister. Um. They they can wear their paraphernalia interchangeably. Um, 
a lot of times you you can hear them being referred to as Zeta Phi Beta Sigma, um, as a as a mixture of the both of them. But that's literally like their roots came from each other. Everybody else is just more like, oh, th- we're more inclined to you, and that's just how it is. Um, but Cap Lambda knew that's the only thing that I could think of. Um, that they were that they were trying to do. They couldn't really say that they were pledging you know, Alpha Kappa Alpha or whatever. That's not even a fraternity, that's a sorority. They couldn't say that they were pledging like IOTA, um, Omega Psi Phi, Alpha Phi Alpha, Kappa Alpha Psi, all of that. But um, I think that was just what they were going for. Yeah. With that. So to answer your question, no. It's not a, it's not a, a, a Black organization, but who knows? It could be something at one, at one of these schools out here. Also, you're like, you know, I, from my experience of working in film and television, um, like, I don't think they would get the permission to use a real sort uh, for a fraternity. Um, like, let's speak, say you're pledging, though. Let's speak on uh, like insecure. You know, everyone made it. made made a big deal <laughs> about that. They use a real one. So it's like and that they didn't get clearance. And so it's like. Yeah, um, and and Prentice was going hard. He was all like, uh, he was like, Molly been the AKA and she been drinking out of the mug and all of that. I am, so the position that I have is because I know how Greek letter organizations operate as far as you can't just be wearing their letters without being a part. Um, I, I was surprised to see that, um, but I'm also not Greek, so I I can't say too much. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I was very much surprised. I really just felt like they could have taken the page out of a different world's book and just let actual members be extras. Um, I don't think I would have gone ahead gone ahead and done that, at least without getting the clearance. Well, they said um, they did, but I don't know. <laughs> And, and so, so if they did get the clearance, then that means that they reached out to national headquarters mm-hmm. and said, hey, girl, so one of our characters on this show, she is, you know, she's a K, but in real life, the girl is not. How do we go about doing that? And then they, then they had to be permitted to do that, it's, uh, especially if she's going to be wearing, if they're going to be wearing letters or the crest or anything. See, it's one thing to just wear the colors. And, and I feel like maybe they could have just worn, had Amanda wear the colors. Mm-hmm. And that way she wouldn't have been in, in a perceived violation of false flagging. Um, because you, you can't just walk around here and see somebody wearing pink and green and be all like, you can't wear pink and green. You're not an AKA. Well, you don't own pink and green like that. Like pink, it's literally a color. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah, it, it's it's real iffy when it when it comes to that. I really um, what I did not like was just like the negative responses that were given um, in the way that um, I mean I love Amanda, but you can't act like you don't know why people are up in arms mm-hmm. over you wearing this. Um, we get it; you didn't ask to wear this, but yeah regardless you still wore it and if you are wearing somebody's organization and you are not a part of the organization you've made it very clear 
before we saw you on screen wearing this stuff. We, you made it clear that pledging and stuff is not for you, was not for you, and you did not do it. So when you have your platform and this, and that's what, what you made your platform about, and then you turn around and say, for a check, I'm putting on this stuff, girl, come on now. Like, you, you can't expect for somebody to not at least have asked, hey, did y'all get clearance for that? Well, she probably did ask. I don't know. We don't. We don't know, right? So, well, I, I'm. I'm just saying, like, I'm. I'm saying you can't. She. She can't get upset with people wondering or or asking if clearance was given mm-hmm. because these are people who are in the organization, and I think from the perspective of of the ladies who are in the organization, they were feeling like. Well, if we let this one slide, everybody else don't gonna think that they can slide. Mm-hmm. We are, they already deal with enough disrespect on college campuses when it comes to the defacing of their monuments. When it comes to um, some some people, some people have gone off the off the deep end saying that like uh, they joined a cult or a, a demonic organization, and people have denounced their participation. Um, in the organizations and like uh, like there's a viral Facebook post going around of this girl who pledged aka some years ago and um, one day was reading something and read too deeply into it and she ended up cutting her varsity jacket and saying that she denounces her um, her participation and her membership and we're like girl first of all if you were feeling like this this is all the research you should have done prior to pledging mm-hmm um, but also it, it's a waste because I can only imagine how much money has gone into just you becoming an AKA altogether. Um, and then, then it makes you wonder, well, why did you ever join? Because all of these organizations are based on not only sisterhood and brotherhood, but service and scholarship. So that like, if they're so d- demonic and you didn't do that type of research beforehand what was it that made you want to join outside of you looking cute in these colors and being a part of these parties yeah like that that makes me feel like you joined for the wrong reason and then it brings you back to do your homework <laughs> like this 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 makes no sense if you if you are that deep of a saint you know th- I, I just feel like a lot of these things were supposed to have been considered before you even put in this application so it, it's really iffy. And also because I'm what's considered a GDI, which is a goddamn independent, which means that I'm not a part of any Black Greek letter organization. Um, even I, I don't even think I was supposed to have that much of an opinion. So, <laughs> so no disrespect to any of the Greeks out there. I love y'all. Um, and I respect y'all deeply. It's just, you know, I see... I, I see a lot of stupidity when it comes to some of these things and, and I get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so yeah, a different, a different world. I feel like they just, as I said, from my standpoint, I think they just decided let's just make up a, a fraternity. Uh, and so that way we, we don't get, you know, our butts, you know, uh, how to mm-hmm. say, but like get in trouble for having a real one on the show. And um, and also uh, they mentioned that this is the beta chapter. 
of Hillman? I, is that is there a different kind of is there different chapters? Like I don't know what that means. Um, different different chapters uh, are named. Oh, okay. So um, at my school, now I don't I don't know the process behind naming the chapters, um, but it is a way to differentiate from different locations. Um, oh, that much I can gather. Um, at Alabama State, uh, for example, the deltas are they're the beta eta chapter of delta sigma theta. Um, the alphas, uh, beta upsilon, the Qs are gamma sigma. So yeah, um, they're named after Greek letters, um, or just Greek. Yeah, I see. They're they're given Greek names of 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 their different chapters, and I think primarily it's to differentiate them from uh from other locations. I see. So we start off with the the guys that are pledging and um they're they're being called roaches. Is that like a thing? <laughs> I don't know if specifically roaches are a thing, but you start off when you are doing the intake process and I only know this much because at Alabama State if you wanted to join anything you had to go through some form of an intake process. Um during the intake process, you start off as something that they call you. I joined um, an organization called the Tribe of Judah, and it is a, uh, a very lively gospel choir. Um, and we started off as cubs. And when we crossed over, we became the Lions of Judah. Um, so I think you are named after well, I can't really say what I think you're named after. I don't I don't know where it comes from. Like, I think it starts off basically saying like from from shorty to big dog, I guess. Like yeah. you know, it, it's like you're 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 starting from the beginning and then you make it to the end. So I, I think you're just named after whatever comes to mind. Yeah. Um so yeah, they're all called roaches and uh, you know, Sam's like all you guys have to clean this area. Like you should be able to eat off the ground. I'm like, oh my God. Um, this whole, whole episode, I really hated Sam. Like I really hated him. First of all, Mr. Mosby, go sit down. <laughs> Cause ain't nobody paying attention to you. But yeah, if I were, if I was uh, one of the, the boys online, they definitely would have kicked me offline. Mm-hmm. Cause I would have been talking about Sam the entire time. Just like Dwayne. <laughs> He's like, you a whole lane in my face. No, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Sam very much got on my nerves this episode. Him and Chip. Mm-hmm. Which, by I the way. very disappointed in Chip. By the way, this is the first time we've seen him since season one. <laughs> right? After he was uh, messing with Dwayne. <laughs> like, it's. And when Willie would. Or no. Well, no, that wasn't the same episode. Um, I, are you talking about the episode where uh, him and Denise were supposed to, to to hook up, but like he ended up fixing Whitley's car? That was the first episode. I I, I can't even I can't even remember. <laughs> he was in the first episode, though. I know that for sure. I just oh, yeah, that uh, was the first episode. Season one, and season one's a blur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he was in Mr. Hillman too. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's back, and this is his only time back, uh, and then he's gone for the rest of the series. But um, so Kim and Freddie are watching uh, 
like all of them pledging and um you know freddie's like i can't see Dwayne waddle you know and kim was like well we're gonna be waddling uh next year when we pledge and like freddie's like i'm not gonna pledge like like i don't want to like it's it's not her thing and then but then kim was like but you you always go to these frat parties and sorority parties and you you don't think it's not cool you know well well yeah it's, it's still it's cool because i'm not doing it <laughs> <laughs> I can care less about what y'all doing. Y'all holding the party. I'm going. This yeah. is not gonna be cool to me if I if I were to join. But when when Freddie said, "Yeah, I'm not pledging," I was like, "Well, that age well," because she didn't play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Because oh, yeah, I, right, Freddie, stay true to yourself. I think this. They they. I th- if I'm not correct or or mistaken here, I think um, Kim actually pledges in season four, not she season does. three. Yeah, so. She said next year, but next year is season three. So I don't know where yeah, you know they, they messed up there a little bit, but it's okay. Yeah. But uh yeah, so um yeah, so we're back with the the roaches and they they tell a story that you know they this was incorporated in 1922. Um mm-hmm. and uh you know Dwayne uh he is known as dead battery because he has no juice. No juice. No juice. <laughs> and then Ron is named is Parasite. And um, oh yeah, and so there is a they're asking a question about how many cans did they uh get for the food drive? And uh, uh Dwayne gets it wrong and then Ron gets it right. And but the Ron was like, no, I like I'm as dumb as or like as stupid as dead battery. Yes. Like I was just yeah, equally stupid. And then they did the fist bump. <laughs> I'm like, yo, really? That's how we gonna do? Um, watching this after having gone through an intake process, um, I Loki felt triggered because when so when you go through an intake process and when you start things, um, you basically are supposed to start off as a family. Mm-hmm. Um, or that's what they tell you, you know, your family. And then they specify letting you know if one of y'all messed up, that means all of y'all messed up. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, all of y'all are on one accord. So so when Sam uh made a mention that, you know, Ron felt it felt that it was important for him to get a wrong answer, then he did um, you know, worried worrying about, you know, making his brother look bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, he was basically saying like that. That's why Ron felt like he needs to, spe- to specify like, like no sir, we're equally stupid. Um, because in that moment when he was like one thousand three hundred and sixty-two, no, in that moment you were supposed to say, well, uh, I think my brother got it right here. Now that might have resulted in I don't know some type of extra pledging something for that night. Mm-hmm. but they are really trying to see um, how well you can uh, work being on one accord with each other. Because that's ultimately what brotherhood and sisterhood is. Mm-hmm. So so that, that so they're just testing all of your limits um, with, with unity and togetherness, and you definitely get tested. Um, it's a lot of thinking out of the box, it's a lot of um, 
working together and not working against each other. But the problem that comes in there is you're bringing, you're bringing together plenty of personalities that might not always work together. You're bringing together personalities or people who might not know each other. Um, and the way that people process having to get to know people or getting comfortable around people, they pretty much have to speed that up. And it, it's a lot that has to be taken into consideration. I see. And um, so Willie comes and it's so weird. Like, I'm like, why did she just walk away? Like, I, I don't know why she came in front of the guys. Like, I just like, this felt so weird to me. But anyway, yeah. And all of a sudden, Sam, you know, you could tell he has a crush on her. Like, she, she, oh, my God, it is terrible. It's like I saw him and he reminded me of like some boy on a playground. <laughs> like all he. He just he didn't stutter enough. Like oh. I, I I was waiting to hit a hi with me. Like I, I'm waiting for the nerdy part. I'm waiting to see Urkel. That's what I'm waiting to see. Yeah, I'm waiting to see the the Urkel and Laura dynamic between between these two people. Um, but he put his own foot in his mouth. He was as clever how you how your skirt matches your jacket. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Of course it's supposed to match. And it, I didn't even pay attention to the fact of, well, I didn't pay attention to what Whitley was wearing until she said, it's a suit. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, stupid. And, and that and in that moment, I would have been kicked offline. Yeah, and Dwayne makes a joke. And then all of a sudden, Sam turns around and be like, do you have something funny to say? Like, And they're like, no. And I would have said that then. <laughs> I would have put you on front street then but i knew that that like that would that would definitely result in like you receiving hell because you making your dean of pledges look bad oh no like he already making himself look bad but you got to point it out now yeah. he's embarrassed now he got to find a way to get you back yeah it's an it's ego thing yeah and uh you know all of a sudden uh sam is like well you know i i need you guys to smile and like like a really smile, like having your teeth out, like for the next eight hours. Oh. I'm like, are you like, what, like, what kind of punishments are these? Um, and the fact, and then we find out that Randall's name is Brown, Brown Nose. Not sure why, but um, do you know what a Brown Noser is? No. A kiss up. Oh. Um, they, they call a Brown Noser a Brown Noser because it is assumed that you are kissing someone's ass and that if you do that, then what are you, <laughs> what are you bound to get on your yeah. face? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I can actually see that, that. That's actually fitting for Randall. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. For based on all the other it's episodes. It's actually fitting for Randall. And, and in this episode, I feel like, uh, well, over the course of a few episodes, we kind of see Randall's personality. We see that Randall is not just this stick in the mud um he's he's not i mean yes he is a perfectionist and he is particular in different ways but we we start to we see that randall has a a hang loose personality he knows how to have fun mm -hmm. he knows how to be cool um and especially like my favorite part was uh when Dwayne calls him big brother sorry rap 
and he was in the background trying his hardest not to bust his butt. Like Randall had a very genuine big smile on his face. Like I feel like he found it the funniest out of everybody. And I was just like, oh, okay, Randall, look at you. With your face brightened up. Yeah. And so they have to now all go into the pits and like think, like, but like with having their leg up. And I'm like, what is these punishments? Like, it, to me, it feels like punishments. And um, oh. and like Dwayne is like, like, why are we doing this? And like Ryan was like, for the two Bs, the brotherhood and business connection. And I'm, just, yeah. I, I'm with Dwayne. I'm just like, really? Like, I'm standing here looking like, like a crazy person here, like just standing mm-hmm. here with my ha- hand like this and my leg up. Yeah, and see, like, um, I want to say that, like, the the Greek culture was much different back then than it would be now. What's the difference? Um, so, like, them public publicly pledging, yeah, that was allowed back then. It was now. It's not. Oh, okay. Um, and I went to oh, I went away to school in 2011. I don't know when that stopped being a thing. I'm glad that it did. Um, but I, I think it also stopped because you're not really supposed to know, you're not supposed to know who's online mm-hmm. until until the probate. Um, I think the only time that you are able to see something is like if they have, what what did they call it? Um, at least at Alabama State, it, it, was, it wasn't the Midnight Gale. Um... It was a special night. I, I, I have to find out from one of my friends. It was a special night that happened. I want to say it was the night before the the probate. The is it the death death walk? Dead walk? Death march? I think it's called the death march. Okay. Um, or, or the or the 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 hell march. Something, but. That's when um, I think the death march happens on your hell night. Your hell night is the the day, it's the night before you cross over. Mm -hmm. And the the death march, uh, at least from what I've witnessed, the death marches, they're wearing their masks. So you still don't, you don't know, you can't see the faces. But I mean, if you know these people, then you'll be able to figure it out. Or like, some organizations like for um for fraternities some guys are required to shave their head before crossing um i know it happens with omega sci-fi i'm not sure if it's the same for alpha phi alpha or for any of of the other ones i don't think the sororities make you cut your hair that's crazy i would not want to do that i would be crying and i mean like like that girl on season one of America's Next Top Model crying. Because I felt her. <laughs> I felt her when Tyra told her to cut all of her hair. Oh my God. Um, but yeah. Um, I think I just lost where I was. Oh yeah. So if, if you know these people, then of course you're gonna know that this is them. Yeah. But you are not permitted to tell anyone outside of like your mom or you know, important people. Um, you're not permitted to inform anyone of you being online. Everything is supposed to be a secret. So I think that's mainly why they stopped doing the public pledging. Um, 
outside of it also possibly looking like like public hazing. Um, yeah, I was gonna say like a big issue amongst yeah, the Greek organization. Yeah, I, that has always been an issue, and I like is it only from white uh, fraternity and sororities, or is it also like black ones too? Like I. Like I've been hearing like how now it's like a crime, basically. I, yeah, I've heard people say that uh, even with joining a black organization, you're taking wood, um, which is code for you getting your ass beat. Um, because so there's a paddle that they have. Yeah, and um, you saw, saw it in the episode, but mm-hmm. he didn't do anything with it, though. No, because uh, Debbie wasn't going to have it. Um, and neither was Bill, but, um, have you seen school days? Yes. So when, when the gamma, not the gamma rays, when the guys yeah. <laughs> were all online and they were bent over and, mm. and they got spanked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's part of hazing. Um, a lot of, uh, people like on the internet have, have mentioned that, yes, you're going to. Like, like you need to be prepared to, you know, be hit. Some people were stumped, all of that. And then Netflix came out with this movie one year. I'm not sure if it's still on there. It's called Burning Sands. And um, it, the Burning Sands movie came out in the height of people being killed while being hazed. Um, so I know that sparked a lot of talk within the Greek community as well. Burning um, Sands, okay. No, I'm yeah. just I'm checking this out right now. <laughs> That's why yeah, it, it was it was like if Stumpy Yard got real. Um oh. like or realer than, you know, realer than when Chris Brown got killed. But it's um but it is a thing that happens and it's not is not only exclusive to to white organizations. Um there have been a lot of uh black Greek members who have attested to, to being hazed or to at least taking some wood um, or, you know, having been, been hit, stepped on, whatever. Um, it's, it's a lady on TikTok, can't think of her name, but she was basically saying how like this new generation of pledges are soft and how her generation had, had to take wood and had to just be able to take getting whooped and so now we have the conversation of you know well that's also not okay just because you went yeah. through it and you survived it don't mean that this is something that's supposed to happen like no you were pledging and you spent money and you still got your ass whooped and you probably should have <laughs> contested that like you probably should have spoke up then but then they saw like this is a secret organization that comes with the territory so i, would, I wouldn't want to join that yeah but i don't want to join that that's no I don't want to deal with that abuse like it just yeah it, and I mean who who does you know and they go in with the mindset saying like no we are a non-hazing organization you know but you don't know that until it happens or like uh but also people define hazing differently um people only a lot of people will only look at hazing as you getting uh, beat up or bullied during this time other people don't understand that like they are literally making you do things that, that will that can and will humiliate you or yeah. that can and will make you feel uncomfortable that can and will make you want to swing on them um so so, so like it, it it boils down to the definition 
of hazing and it boils down to the actions that are taken yeah during during that time um i i can say that i was not hazed um during my intake process i i nobody was was throwing stuff at me now i know there were people on campus who assumed that we were because like somebody came to me a few people came to me and was all like so they so they be throwing bibles at y'all and they be beating y'all with bibles and stuff and i'm like (laughs) y'all sound real dumb like whoever said this to you stop talking to them because why would a why would a gospel organization beat me with a Bible? Yeah. Why would a gospel organization even think to pick up a Bible and think to hit somebody? Man, shut up. So, um, yeah, but I, I can't, unfortunately, I cannot say the same for other organizations. So, yeah, it, it's really, it's really controversial. Yeah, I was I was just looking up a definition of hazing. It says hazing supposed supposedly served as a purpose to build solidarity. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so a communal ass whooping to make us smart. I mean yeah. to make us stronger. Great. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, no. I so maybe though, but because I'm hearing this definition, that brings me to the branding. So I know that it's, I've commonly seen it amongst members of Omega Sci-Fi fraternity. They have what's called a brand. Mm -hmm. Um, So the Omega symbol looks like a horseshoe almost. And they would, in solidarity, they would brand themselves. Same way that they would do a cow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. So they get the hot iron and then put it on their skin and and they all take it together. Or I know that there was the concept of the burning sands. When you cross the burning sand, um, literally it's like, it's like walking over hot coal. I'm not sure who either does that, still does, does that, ever did it. Because, you know, I'm not one of the cool kids. But um, I've seen, I, I know some some men who are branded. And um, I don't know if I would go that far. Um, I feel like if I was a guy and I was, and I was joining a guy's organization, I probably would have done it, one, to say that I did it, and two, to be able to look back on it and laugh and be like, what was I thinking? Um but so so that's what that definition of hazing make that's what comes to mind when you mention that it is to basically you know make make you solid mm-hmm. amongst each other but all that extra or or the way that people the, the way that other people define hazing yeah, not so much not. yeah that's not persuading yeah so now we're at gilbert hall and uh there are all the ladies are getting ready uh, for the youth center to bring a bunch of kids uh, randomly yeah. at why at Gilbert Hall? Like why not somewhere else? Like, <laughs> I was just like, this is so weird. I guess the pit, the, I guess the pit isn't big enough. Um, yeah, I just, Cause y'all got a whole auditorium. Like, man. Yeah. Why Gilbert Hall? Why? Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, and I like I like at first second when I was thinking about like 
oh, they're bringing a bunch of youth uh, center kids. And I was like, is this, is this realistic? But then I realized I had a job that dealt with bringing kids to the university and taking care of them for a few hours and teaching them about what university is like and all that. So I was like, Hey, this is kind of realistic to me. Um, And uh, you know what? I just had a thought. So uh, oh wait, no, is this before Walter? Okay, wait. Walter's not in this episode whatsoever. Right. And that's what that's what made me stop because like these are the same Operation Outreach kids. Yeah, we'll see them probably in the next season. But so so this means that Walter hadn't even started Operation no. Outreach this No. Okay, so never mind. Let's keep going. <laughs> So, yeah, so they're going to come the next day at 1230 um, and they're planning to have a magician as their like, I guess, main act. And um, unfortunately, <laughs> I was I like I had to watch this twice and I just still don't understand this situation. But anyways, um, uh, the magician is no longer uh, coming uh, and he ran off with the money. Um, but I'm like, how why would he run off with the deposit? Like, I don't understand. Like. Like, doesn't oh, he, he give he it back? No. Oh, he just stole it. Oh, that's what they're saying. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm like, so they got like a yeah, really. Like, so they, so basically they, they prepaid him. It sounds mm-hmm. like, it sounds like they prepaid him the full amount or no, cause she said a deposit. So they, they put some down yeah. for before the, uh, to secure him. And then they were going to pay the rest after his performance. But since he ran off with his assistant, <laughs> he literally just took the money and ran. Yeah. And, uh, but like his wife is available, but she strips. Sorry. I He's a stripper. I just like. And I was just like, like when that, I was like, who did y'all hire? Well, this like this, this. <laughs> This makes me feel, what's that restaurant that, that Ron famously likes to go to on the show? Yvetta's. This sounds like y'all called somebody from Yvetta's uh-huh. to, to come over and do, and do an act or something. Because th- this whole situation is a no. You, oh. my, my wife is a stripper. I'm a, magi- a, a magician. I was about to say a magician. I'm a magician. Yeah, that's some very interesting income right there yeah um <laughs> and i like how freddie was like yeah she can juggle while she strips <laughs> I'm like, not in front of the children like not this- in front of the kids freddie like it just um yeah i'm like wow your mindset is somewhere else but it mm-hmm. is the the pledges come in uh with sam and they have to clean uh whitley's room and not go through her underwear drawer this time but like I didn't realize, like, when you first watch this clip, you're like, oh, okay, well, clearly Whitley told Sam to get some pledges to clean her room. But afterwards, when they're cleaning, she comes in to be like, what are you doing again? I'm, I'm kicking you guys out. Like, I was like, wow, that's, like, not fair for her because she never gave permission. It's not, it's not. First of all, I don't care how co-ed my dorm is. Co-ed just means that both of us living up in this building. Mm-hmm. Co-ed do not mean you get to come up in my in my room. First of all, what if my room was a mess? Well, they're there to clean, so I guess. Well, well, yeah, but like, what what if I walked? If you walked into my room and you saw drawers all over my floor? Yeah. Now what? 
What if I kept a nasty room? Mm-hmm. What What if I was in there getting dressed? Yeah, that too. Like, fam, you stop playing with me. Yeah, weirdo. Like, like you were you were literally better off saying like, listen, find out what kind of perfume Whitley like, or some something like he he was better off basically having them be his Cyrano. Mm-hmm. And and finding out what she likes, all of that, because to use your pledges to get close to somebody who you have no chance in hell with anyway. Yeah. And these and then you send people who are her friends. No, you stupid. <laughs> you stupid. And, and these uh, are people who would have cleaned Whitley's Whitley's room on their own. <laughs> <laughs> these are people Whitley could have said, Ronaldus. Would you mind taking my laundry on down to the laundry room? It's just hell on my fingers. And mm. he would have just been as you wish. Yeah. Man, please go sit down. Yeah. And um, so Dwayne is not taking any of this seriously. He's like, I we don't need to clean this room. Like it's it's already clean as it is. And uh like Ron was like, like, why aren't you taking this more serious? Like as me like so you you could see with these two that like one doesn't really care about uh, pledging and the other does Mm -hmm. and um and ron was explaining that the reason why he has all this energy is because he's eating instant coffee and i'm like ew i don't even drink coffee to begin with let alone eating it i was just like ew yeah you lost me there like i will drink a coffee but i'm not making it (laughs) um and even then, eating it, listen, my love, you were, you was better off hopping yourself up on sugar. Mm-hmm. You know, but, but I mean, I get it. You're trying to find some way to make it go directly in the bloodstream to keep you awake. I just feel like, like, I know that taste is bitter on you. I know it is. Yeah. I know you're not enjoying this this whole time. It's almost like, well, you know what? No, because I've heard of people taking like a... Uh, Ginger shots is a gin. No, not ginger shots. Um, apple cider vinegar shots. I know a lot of people like uh when they when they're on like a, a fitness journey. Um, apple cider vinegar is either is incorporated into what they take. Um, I think as a pre workout or something. But I know some people they take like direct shots of it to help with the fat burning mm-hmm. of it all. And first of all, vinegar at all, ew. Um, but I just know that when you are taking these shots, like I know your body is not pleased. You're not yeah. you you're not fooling me. Please stop. Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, and then um, so as I said, Whitley comes in and be like, What are you doing here? Uh, like who told you to be here? And uh first Ron says we're not saying because we're told not to say anything, but Dwayne mm-hmm. admits and says, uh, S- uh big brother Sam Lee. Sam Lee. Yeah, and uh, she's like, "Oh," and and Dwayne was like, "He's been sweat, uh, he's been sweating you, like he he, he likes you basically." Um, and Ron gets mad, Dwayne for like admitting who told them to go up into the room, and Dwayne was like, "No, we can use this as an opportunity to see if we we're gonna actually get in, and like mm-hmm. I don't want to spend another minute doing all this." And so, and Whitley was like, "I don't want to deal with Sam," but all of a sudden, Sam walks in. 
and she she plays it up basically being like yes my feet are clean but like doesn't show her feet she like shows her legs she uh, all running rubbing down her leg and he sweating bullets and when he <laughs> it's hot in here yeah and then and then ron's like he like blow like says yeah it's super high and like puts a what's it called fan him off um it's <laughs> just I, I i don't know what to say about sam um lame corny yeah. goofy you can tell he don't get girls yes like, <laughs> you can tell that my boy has a very hard time in the dating department mm-hmm. um and i mean duh because I don't want to say look at him, but look at him. <laughs> yeah. Like we've seen him in the Emmanuel Kant episode, or wait, have we seen him in the Emmanuel Kant episode by now? Yeah, by now we've seen him in the in this episode. Um the one where they were writing the paper and oh yes. Yeah, yes, so that's past yeah. already, right? We, we, yeah. we already talked about it. Yeah. yeah, so we've seen him in, in this uh in this episode. He does not give off the vibe of, you know, somebody who's take charge or somebody who who has women flocking to him, you know, uh, and that pro- that probably could be part of the reason why he became a Greek, um, you know, because w- once people get letters, people start paying attention to you more. Mm-hmm. And. But I mean, I feel like. Sam might be part of that one percent of people who still don't get no play, even after your letters. Because look at how you acted. Um, yeah, yeah, but but like Sam, yeah, very very lame, <laughs> very lame. Mm-hmm. And um, so Sam mentions that uh, he has volunteered them to do the performance for the the children, and Dorian was like. We're already on the decorating committee. And he's like, I know that, but you're also going to do the performance. Um, and uh, like Dwayne was like, but we can't do two things at once. And uh, Ron was like, no, 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 we can do it. Like we can do the work. Uh, and <laughs> Dwayne's just like, like really over this. And um, so, yeah, so they're going to do the performance and the decoration for the children. And um, so we cut to, uh, oh no, before that, Whitley was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to see if you guys are getting it or not, but they have to do something for her. So uh-huh. Dwayne's going to do the chemistry homework and Ron's going to wash her car. I like how yeah, they, they I, was flipped. yeah, I like how and I had to rewatch it and be like, like, did, did, she, did someone say it first? Like, did like she say that or, um, but like Dwayne said, I will wash your car. And then Ron said, I'll do your chemistry homework. I'm like, why did Ron suggest chemistry? That was the first thing that I said. The first thing. And then especially after having seen this show from beginning to end over and over again. And so so I already know what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Like, yeah. why would you ask that question, Ron? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen Ron even. I, do we ever see Ron in the science class at all? I don't recall. Yeah. It's like, no, boy, sit down. Yeah, you are literally you are notorious for pulling seeds. Yeah, boy, no, you cannot you cannot do my chemistry homework. 
I would rather have the math whiz, the person who has a perfect score on his math SATs. Actually, you know what? No, that makes me think. I mean, I don't. I know that math and science go hand in hand, but the fact that it's the perfect score on the math SAT, the fact that he had to um, specify that it was math. Mm-hmm. You know, wh- where are you in English? Where are you in science? <laughs> oh, but I also didn't take the SAT. I took the ACT, so it could be different. I never take. I never took any of those. <laughs> so I didn't know. Lucky for you. <laughs> pure stress I I I can see that (laughs) um so we're now in the shower um you know Ron's taking a shower and Dwayne is trying to figure out what to do for the performance tomorrow and um apparently they haven't showered in three days I'm like oh my god like and 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 it's not that like it's okay like if like like if you're always like if you're in bed for three days it's okay but these people have been doing so much work. They're probably sweating like crazy. Like the o- odor off of them. It's like, I don't know how that. You got they- me messed up. You wouldn't have got me to, to not have showered after one day. Mm-hmm. When, whenever I get home, I don't care how tired I am. I'm getting in the shower. Because what? Yeah. No, no. Uh-uh. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. And so Sam comes in and at this point, uh, Ron and Dwayne have thought of, or uh, not Dwayne, Ron has decided, let's do the human trekkers. We'll, we'll paint the floor and all that. And so he tells the idea to Sam and Sam was like, um, yeah, no, that's p- pathetic. <laughs> like, that's not a good idea. First of all, Ron, it's carpet. <laughs> are you painting yeah and even if it was hard floor I'm, yeah if, if it was hardwood floor why would you paint the red and black mm-hmm. in a room full of pink and green yeah did you see that wallpaper sir and then who was gonna clean that paint up you 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 couldn't possibly think that they were gonna keep that paint on the floor yeah much less pay for it no girl you crazy I just called Ron a girl and I shouldn't have, but it is what it is. He crazy. Um, I can't, by the way, sorry. I'm like, I always have like a, a shot, a screenshot of like the show while we're talking about this. And I just mm-hmm. noticed, I did not notice for the two times that I watched this episode that there is a guy in the corner with a pig nose. I just, sorry. I just <gasps> noticed it literally. Really? I just noticed it just now. I was just like, like, this is when they're oh, in the shower. Oh my God. I but so is that another fraternity? Like he has, yeah, it he, it, it could be another a, fraternity. And he has a bone. He has a bone, um, like on his shirt and like a collar. Like what the heck? How did I miss that? Okay, so I, yes, that has to be another fraternity. But the fact that you brought up the pig nose reminds me. Um, what season is this? We're on well, I don't know, or is it or is this a dog nose? I don't know. Like, he's in the corner, so I can't really see. But um, but yeah, yeah, yeah season one. Oh, really, wait, a dog nose? Oh well, I yeah. oh I don't I don't That's know. Vegas. I, I'm not sure. He has a nose. That's all I gotta say. That's not his own nose. <laughs> but but he had but you say he has a bone on his shirt? Yeah, he has a bone on his shirt, and it looks like a collar on his neck, like a dog. Okay, so you know what? Then I take I take what I said back about them possibly trying to I'm well I'm not going to take away from the fact that they could be trying to 
highlight or uh, kind of pretend as if they are pledging Omega Sci-Fi. But now that you've said that, still, um, that guy could be online for Omega Sci-Fi because they're known as the Q-Dogs. The and Q-Dogs? they actually like, yeah, and they actually like, they bark and stuff. Um, some people find it attractive, others not so much. Um, yeah, like they they bark like, or 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 like that. That's what they do. Um, I don't know where. It comes I just text. From. I just texted you the photo of the guy, so that way you know what I'm talking about. Okay, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm not explaining it as well. <laughs> oh my god how did i miss that i did i missed it the two times i watched i just noticed it when we were ta- uh, just randomly uh, when i stopped it i've been watching this episode for far too long how did i wow wow and now so here's the thing too um judging off of the colors this does not look like Omega Sci-Fi because again, Omega Sci-Fi, their colors are purple and gold. Mm-hmm. I don't imagine that you would be wearing your colors before you cross, but then again, like we're we're dealing with two different uh, eras in time. Um, the colors that he's wearing are close to Iota Phi Theta, which is uh, the youngest Black Greek letter organization. Um, and I only say the youngest because um, they are the last official Black Greek letter organization. Um, for the most part, they all, the um, the Divine Nine, which is also what they're called, they began in the early 1900s, starting with uh, Alpha Phi Alpha and Alpha Kappa Alpha. Alpha Phi Alpha was 1906, AKA 1908. Um, Sigma's 1914. No, no, I skipped. Okay, so Alpha's ni- uh, 1906, AKA's 1908, um, Q's and Kappa's 1911, Sigma 1914, no, Delta 1913, Sigma 1914, um, SG Rho, and Zeta Phi, oh, no, Zeta, Zeta Phi Beta 1920, SG Rho 1922, um, and then Iota Phi Theta came in 1963. Oh, okay. So that's why I said that they're the youngest. Um, but their colors are brown and gold. Oh, I see. And so these colors look similar to mm-hmm. the brown and gold. But with the Q's being known as the Q dogs, um, that sounds more fitting yeah. for that. So wow, I'm not sure, but I'm so glad that you had caught that because I didn't notice in the first two watches I watched this. Wow. And I mean, like, I've been watching this show since I was 12. Like, <laughs> this is crazy. Yeah. They they really sneak these extras in that we no, don't for notice. For real. For <laughs> real. The more you know. Yeah. Um, and so this is when Sam comes in 
And, uh, you know, um, at this point, you know, Dwayne's not in the shower. He's like, he's on the side and apparently they have to do everything together. And, or, and then at this point, this is when they're talking about the checkers, the human checkers. And, you know, of course, Sam was like, no, um, but, uh, Dwayne, uh, Ron actually grabs Dwayne and pulls him in the shower in his clothes. Like, I was just like, like, are you serious? Like, I would be so mad to be all soaked like that, wearing like a full. Guys, I know the guys that I know. Uh If that would have happened, it would have been a fight. Yeah, like Ron would have instantly got hit in his face, head Mm -hmm. hit the wall, strictly because why are we in this shower together? Yeah. Um, and and then. Uh, but I do appreciate that Sam was like, hmm, quick, <laughs> dumb, but quick. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, well, you calling it dumb, but all these showers are filled up. Yeah. So what were you expecting? Like, and see, see, and that's another another thing that with Sam that gets on my nerves. You keep putting yourself in the position for you to make yourself look stupid. Mm-hmm. You keep leaving the door open for me to call out your stupidity. And then yeah. as soon as I call out your, your stupidity, now you embarrassed. Now you got to treat me any old kind of way. Sir, go to hell. Yeah. Because no. And uh, so Sam was like, well, since you're all wet now, you can uh, roll around the, on the floor and mop the floor basically with your clothes and get the corners. And so Sam leaves and Dwayne's just like, I'm done. Like, I am not pledging anymore. And Ron was like, how can you not pledge? Like, and this is when they start to basically fight being like uh-huh. they don't they don't agree and um yeah and so Dwayne la- uh, leaves him and um uh sorry what am I oh no not leaves him he comes back and um like he's like I'm not here to be a janitor for the big brother sweathead like it just <laughs> like that's just not his thing and that's when he's like I'm quitting. Like I, like I'm leaving and he kind of wants Ron to quit too, but Ron's like, no, I'm, I'm going to pledge. Like I'm staying yeah. uh, like this. And so uh, now Dwayne goes to, um, to his dorm room and uh, Willie comes and says that, uh, you know, operation clammy Sammy uh, was a total <laughs> success. Um, Ron and Dwayne will be getting in. And at this point, Dwayne's like, I don't want to get in anymore. Like, I don't want to be part of this. Um, and, um, but like good for Ron, like he wants to get in. So if he's getting in, that's good. Um, Mm -hmm. and Whitley's like, how dare you? Like, (laughs) you know, like she's just like, I had to do something that I never done before. And you know what, okay. Do you know what I was thinking of when she said that? Mm. And I think this is what Dwayne was thinking too, that she had to have sex with him. That's, yeah and then but instead she's like i had to eat moon burger <laughs> yeah i i ate at moon burger <laughs> yeah when she said that i was just like girl what did this boy make you do because <laughs> but, but but one thing i did appreciate about Dwayne was if whitley were to have come out and said that that's what she ended up having to do like sam i feel like sam would have got his got his head knocked off yeah because no, that that's not what this date was for. Yeah. So and you're an unlucky dude. So like, nah, nah. 
it, it wasn't going to go down that way. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how Dwayne really was like concerned until he heard the Moonberg. <laughs> right. He like, that's it. All you had was a burger on my face. <laughs> but you know, for Whitley to be so dramatic, you know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And yeah, so. Right down. And so, uh, yeah, so so Whitley points out to Dwayne, you know, like Dwayne's going to, that Ron's going to be able to get into fraternity, but Mm -hmm. for Dwayne, he's going to probably lose a friend because he's going to move out, live in the fraternity house um, and leave him, right? Uh, That's what Whitley says to Dwayne. And I'm like, what? Don't do that to her. Don't do that to him. Like, like he's already upset with the whole situation. Like, why do you got to add that onto that, uh, onto him? I mean, it, 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 he did need to put things into perspective. Um, and, and honestly, I feel like, I think we all get easily caught up in, into something like that. Um, there have been times where I've had friends who have made decisions that I felt like were not good decisions to make. And I'm sure vice versa. And um a lot of times we get caught up in what's good enough for the goose should be good enough for the gander. Meaning, um, well, for the most part, that means that um, if if it's good for me, if it's good enough for me, it should be good enough for you. But people don't always take into into consideration that the, the goose and the gander might not always agree. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it, the goose might be in a different situation than the gander and vice versa. So I know that you guys pledged, made the decision to pledge together and y'all have been online for these past five weeks. But Ron is very clearly having a, a better or different experience than you are. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, and, and, and it's very clear. Like, you can see that this is something that Ron wants to do. And Ron is really more disappointed in the fact that this is something that, well, for one, I, I feel like Ron was going to do this anyway, um, especially when he mentions that, you know, he's legacy. Like, his dad is a, a Capilandu, and so he wants to continue the tradition. So not only was he already going to be doing this, but on top of him already making the, the decision to do this and already taking into consideration that now me and my dad are going to be frat brothers, I'm doing this with my best friend. Yeah. Now, and and a best friend who I already considered to be my brother. Now we about to be brothers on two different levels. This is this is only going to increase the friendship that that we have between each other. So I think that's what Ron was keeping at the forefront, and Dwayne was just like, "Ain't enough love in the world." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that's I think it's common too. Um, I, I I can I can only imagine how many people have made the decision. Oh, let's let's go out for this together. Let's do something together. And then when one makes the decision to to not do it, um, you know, uh, it, it it makes me think of. So I was in high school, and my the high school I was at, I, I attended two high schools. One was a charter school, and another was a Catholic school. And the Catholic school is where I graduated from. And so while I was at the the Catholic school, they were starting a step team. 
and they were really pushing for people to be a part of this step team. I forgot what they even called the name of the step team. Um, and everybody who was interested were all underclassmen. And at first I was like, oh yeah, let's do it. But I was also a very busy high school student with my extracurriculars. So I literally did not have the time to even be a part of this team, even if I wanted to. But then when I saw that it was basically freshmen and sophomores that were a part of this, I figured, okay, well, I'll let them have it. One of my classmates and we had, my class was 66 people. So my class was small, but still amongst 66 people, 65 of us were not a part of this group. <laughs> and one, one of the girls, she decided to join. And she, tried, uh, she was part of my friend group. There was about four or five of us in our friend group. And she was trying to get us to be a part. And she's like, this could build up our sisterhood. This could make us stronger as friends. Like, come on, man, let's do it. And we were like, girl, no, we're not about to be doing all this stuff with these younger kids. No. And uh, she stuck it out. I was proud of her. Because um, when they had their first step show, um, I think she was the step master. No, she or like a, a co-captain, something. But she thrived in it. And it kind of got us like, well, dang, maybe we should have joined. Like, maybe we should have been a part. I didn't regret not joining because, again, I was too busy. But that that just brings that brings me back to that. Like, she was Ron for me, and I and I was Dwayne, and it just had me thinking, like, oh, dang, <laughs> I need to reflect. Yeah, um, yeah, I've arrived. I was like, as I mentioned, I've never had this experience. I've never joined mm-hmm. a fraternity or not fraternity, sorry, a sorority. Um, so I have zero experience. So that's why I'm glad that you're on this episode because I'm like, I don't know nothing about sorority <laughs> um, <laughs> based on yeah. what I've seen in the movies. Um, so we're in Gilbert Hall where I see that extra that you mentioned last last time you were like, oh, you remember that woman? Mm-hmm. I, I see her in the right front and center. She, I yep. know she's like in every episode, it seems like. like yeah, that's what I'm, I want to know where she at because yeah. she's got plenty of camera time. Yeah, but she doesn't ever say a word. So it's 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 hard like to see her that right. much. Like because like with AJ, like she like, she she said like one line or two for like a like for like a season and then became yeah AJ AJ was random um and it wasn't until because because what are we season two now uh yeah we're almost she doesn't come, yeah she doesn't come until like season four mid season three okay or, so yeah or, or season three maybe I don't know maybe it's she one is. or two I can't I can't really think but. I know by the time Kim pledges, she's online with Kim. Yeah. And, and it, it, may, it made me reflect a little harder because we always associate Gina with, well, well Gina, for those who don't know, we, that's the character that AJ Sanders plays. Um, but we always associate Gina with seasons five and six. Yeah. We that's- never pay attention to Gina at the beginning of Gina. 
Yeah, because it's because she becomes really close with um with Lena. That's why. That's how we notice her. Right. And did we, was she Gina back then? What do you did mean? she have a name? Oh, was I, she Joy? I have no idea. We I, we have to go through those episodes. Yeah, because like uh that also brings me to so um have you watched Moesha? Yes. So Nisi. She wasn't always Nisi. Wait, who who plays Nisi? Was that her? Uh no, Char Jackson. Um Oh, okay. Oh, at the beginning, yes. She I don't think she yeah, was originally. She, yeah, she wasn't no, originally. She wasn't part of the Nisi. Show. Her name her name was Gail. Oh. And she, and she was only supposed to be on, I think she said she was only supposed to be on one, maybe two episodes. But I think she said she was only supposed to be on one episode. And her name was not going to be Nisi. But her name was Gail, and she played friends or she was she wasn't part of the friend group. She yeah. was just part of the student body who was hanging out at the den. Mm-hmm. And then somebody was just like, "Yeah, no, we need to make you part of the show." And then next thing you know, she's Nisi. Uh, <laughs> well, I I don't remember much of the first couple episodes, but yeah, okay. I but I do. Yeah, she stayed for the whole show. So <laughs> yeah, and so I think Gina is the same way. Um, I think she was just on there. I don't think that. She had a name as a character. We just saw her face. And like you said, she said one or two lines, maybe did a hee-hee-ha-ha, and mm-hmm. then went, went about her merry way. But by the time the the pledging episode comes on, I don't even think we know her name. I think she's just Little Sister Sassafras. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Yeah, so we see that extra. She's wearing um, a pink outfit uh, in this episode. Uh, so, so yeah, so we're, we see all the kids. They're not really, you know, they're being kids. Let's just be honest. Uh, yeah. So they're, they're not staying still. And uh, so the, the fraternity is going to do a puppet show uh, of Little Red Riding Hood uh, mm-hmm. that we all know about. Right. Uh, and so Ron and Randall are doing the show. Uh, they're the ones under the thing and doing the mm-hmm. puppets. And like, like, what was it that Ron kept getting frustrated with the the story? Like, it's so cookies or something. The, like that. Yeah, it was the part where they were talking about that uh, Red Riding Hood went over to Grandma's house and had cookies. And so he listed so many cookies that she brought. I have chocolate chip cookies and oatmeal raisin cookies and, and butter cookies and chicken cookies and then he was how many cookies did you put on here <laughs> because why do we need to know how many man listen. yeah part of the story yeah we don't need to know this for the story it's it's just but cookies we got cookies <laughs> leave it at that let, yeah. let let the people who are listening let them interpret what kind of cookie red Riding hood brought mm-hmm you know what? I should ask Facebook. What kind of cookies did y'all think Red Riding Hood brought her grandma? I would think chocolate chip cookies, but that's what um, that's what I would think, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Um, and so we're so there are two kids in particular that are not paying attention. There's Dorian, who we'll see again uh, through a few more episodes of A Different World, um, and then Kelly. So Dorian is like on on the staircase. Uh, like he's just hanging on the staircase. Oh, Dion. oh, sorry, not sorry, Dion. Sorry, I said the wrong name here. Sorry, you said Dorian, and I instantly went to uh, to Bumper <laughs> Robinson, and I'm like, wait, he was on this episode too. Okay, sorry. Yeah, carry on. So, 
Um, yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So he's so sorry. Dion, am I saying that right? Dion? Dion? Okay. Dion, so he he yeah. will be back for a few more episodes. And, um, and so then, um, uh, and then Kelly, she's like reading a book while this is all happening, not caring about mm-hmm. this. And then, um, but like this whole show is happening and none of the kids are paying attention. Finally, Dwayne comes in to try to save the show and they decided to do a whole rap about it and uh, got the kids. This is so 90s, like do a yes, whole rap. Very. Like, even though this is not the 90s, it's 1989. But we're getting, yeah, we're, we're getting into the 90s of hip hop. Um, right. And so uh, everyone is enjoying it. And, um, uh, you know, uh, it becomes a good show. And so then later on, um, when so the pledges have now gone into the fraternity and they uh, are going into the pit and uh, Dwayne wants to stop um, Ron to talk to him. And they talk mm-hmm. about like, you know, how bad that Dwayne acted. He, you know, he uh, was kind of jealous of uh, Ron because everyone liked him, that he was doing so well. And he realized uh, he, he acted inappropriately. Um, and um, Dwayne says that this wasn't fun for him. And that's why mm-hmm. he wasn't part of it. And uh, but then Ron was like, you know, I always wanted to do this together so that we could be brothers. And when Dwayne says, um, we are already I'm brothers. Already brother. Yeah. I was just like. <sighs> right. And then that's when you got to cue the cue the Wayans brothers. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> but it is a very heartfelt moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it solidifies like, it don't matter what you do with or without me, I got your back. Mm-hmm. And that has to be the best best friend display that I like. Like we we need more Dwayne and Ron friendships. Yeah. Um. You know, like Ron and Dwayne totally accepted each other for for who they are, and even uh even with Ron, um. Ron matured. Mm-hmm. And not to say that Dwayne had it all together because he definitely did not. Um, but we but the growth with Ron is more evident. Uh Dwayne, we just see he grows professionally. Um, we do see that he's not, you know, the 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 kid who falls falls in love with Denise. Um, his head starts to be on straighter but Ron we we see a complete evolution um and from different sides of it all like personality wise we see that he knows how to assert himself we see that he is um he he learns how to respect women Mm -hmm. and and he learns how to treat them because you know back then you know um and and then like when even on the career side, you know, like he stuck to his guns with being a musician, but then he started making smarter decisions, um, like how to incorporate music into his career or or how to how to have music and money at the same time. It was not working out as a band. So what do you do? You own a club. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so we, we see Ron's evolution um, throughout the friendship. And we've seen their friendship be tested outside of this. But the fact that they can keep coming back together and saying, listen, you my brother, you know, I got your back, you my man. And then, now one thing I did not like though is Dwayne was always acting like he was, he was like, you know, D1. You know, it was like, like between he and Ron, because he felt like he was the smarter of the two. Um, he kind of, it kind of affected how he treated Ron sometimes. And it, it was almost like Ron was his funky. And, and we we see how that changes. We see how the ta- how the tables turn, um, especially at at, um, at season six, mm-hmm. uh, in that episode where they're arguing back and forth. So, yeah, a friendship that will grow with you, a friendship that will um, that will help you evolve. Everybody needs that. Mm-hmm. And um, Ron goes back to his brothers and they, I, I really like the song. I don't know what they're singing, but it like the acapella of it. I love it. I love, I don't know. I just like the sound of it. It just sounded so good. I don't know why. <laughs> oh girl. Yes. They, I was like, so y'all practice this plenty of times because one Kappa Lambda knew, like I said, to, to our knowledge, it's not, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a real organization, but we know for sure it's not a black, Greek letter organization. Yeah. Um, every organization has a song. Um, and so a lot of times, like I'm sure there were some people up in there who could not sing. Yeah. Um, or had a hard time holding a note, but like they just all sounded so good. Mm-hmm. And this is a cappella. Nobody is playing it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and they they were so serious about it. Like that's one of those songs that just sticks with you because, like, to this day, I can hear cappella. Yeah. Zoom zoom. We stand fast. We stand tall. Oh my God! If you need a helping hand, someone I understand. I was <laughs> like, yeah, this this is lit. Like. I wish I knew all of the lyrics to the song because, like, I was trying to listen out for it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, y'all are literally telling the song is supposed to be representative of who you are yeah. as, as an organization. And so it's basically saying, like, this is who we are. This is what we do. And if you join us, you could be one, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? And it, it, did, it did my heart some good. Yeah. And we end the episode like that. So Dwayne is no longer in the fraternity and Ron is now, it'll be mentioned throughout this series that he's in the fraternity. So Right. And we'll see Ron wearing the sweaters and and the colors. And then Ron has his own pledging episode that comes up. Yeah. Well, it's the same episode where Whitley is pledging Kim and Gina and the rest of them. Um, So, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we had, uh, uh, as I said, quite a few guest stars. Uh, so what's, I never get his name right. The guy that plays Randall Adams, Mercedes, Maurice. Maurice Davis. Um, yeah. So he's back. Uh, Phil, uh, Phil Lewis as uh, Sam Lee. Don Mr. Reed. Mosby. Yes, from The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Uh, mm-hmm. Don Reed as Chip St. Charles. Uh, so as I said, the last time we saw him was in season one. And this is, 
and then this is the last time we will see him in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have uh, Brandon Adams as Beyond. Beyond. I know him because so he used to get mixed up a lot with Merlin Santana, who was um, if you watch the Steve Harvey show, who played Romeo. Yeah, yeah he's on the Cosby Show. Stanley. Duh! Yeah. 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 They used to get mixed up a lot. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes, people used to mix them up a lot until, um, until Stanley was killed in like yeah. '04. Uh, no, I think it was 2000. I think 2001 or 2002, because that's what right when the is it? right when the Steve Harvey show ended. Literally, Dang. like literally, maybe a, a week or two before it was about to. The last episode was airing. Wow! Yikes! Yeah. So I was younger than I thought. Wow! Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I remember him the most from uh, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He actually played two different characters, which is very weird. But in season two, I have season two uh, on DVD. So I, season two, I have it you like- a DVD at The Fresh Prince? I want a DVD. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got it as a Christmas gift, I think, like when I was like seven or something like that or eight. Aww. But um, but uh, yeah, he's in, he's in season two. So I remember him more from there because that's my first introduction to him. But uh, yeah, so he's. What did he play? He played a kid. <laughs> I just don't remember his name, but he played a kid from the like it's like kind of like the youth center. Uh, and he he came into the house to clean shoes and make some money. Um, and then Will went to this charity and he won a bunch of money, but the he thought the money was for him. But apparently, that money he that won, episode. money he was supposed to donate it to something, and he ended up do, donating it to that kid which is him that okay okay all right yeah gotcha. so, i know that episode so yeah uh and then he comes back again and i don't remember the second appearance but he plays a whole different character which i you know that's what they did in the 90s where they brought people back playing the same damn or playing a different character i'm like no you should have found yeah, a different black and, and, actor and, and then you try to act like like we're not supposed to know yeah it's because i still like forget if i ain't view <laughs> i know um and yeah so she so he's also been on uh Mart like as a guest star of course Martin uh, Boy Meets World Moesha um and he at yeah this point, I, I remember him on Moesha and still to this day he's still acting even though he took a break in between um yeah and he also uh was in the music video Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson yeah. well go ahead Brandon yeah so yeah, so he has had a great career, I would say, especially in the '90s as a kid uh, actor. And then we mm-hmm. have Malaya McCoy, uh, McCoy, I think that's her last name, as Kelly. So that was a little kid that we saw, the little girl. Okay. So she it, she she was working in the '90s as a kid, uh, as a kid star. Uh, she okay. was in the Josephine Baker story, House Party Three, What's Love Got to Do with It, Their Parenthood, Family Matters, Sister Sister, Malcolm Eddie. She's all Maybe. that. The Steve Harvey show. Like that's just some of the things that she worked on in the 90s. But Malaya McCoy, I gotta look her up. Yeah. Dang. Yes. That's a resume. Yeah. But uh yeah, so uh th- those are all the guest stars for this episode. But uh thank you for coming on again. Uh do you want to shout out your social media and what's anything else? Sure. You can find me on Instagram at damn girl, you know everybody. You can find me on Twitter at I Love Them 90s. And you can find me on TikTok at Tiny Bigs, Two Ys, Two Gs. 
Sounds good. And I to follow this podcast, uh, make sure to follow at Black TV Shows Pod at Instagram and Twitter. Um, and uh, leave your, your feedback questions, leave it at Black TV Shows at, uh, Pod at gmail.com. Also, I, for, I keep forgetting that you can also send a voicemail and we could play it for you. I forgot that that's a thing. <laughs> but every episode, like, yeah, it's very, it, it, it comes with the, 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 per, like the thing that the system that I use to distribute the podcast, they have mm-hmm. a, a system and it's a link in the show notes. Um, I'm not sure. I, I know I see all the time on Apple Podcasts. I'm not sure about Spotify, but um, it's in the show notes. It literally is a link. You could click it, record a voicemail, and we can play it. And then, so if you if you oh, don't want to if you don't want to type it, you can like say it. That so if you want to send it in, make sure to click that link in the show notes. Um, and um, yeah, um, I think that's about it. But uh, I you'll be back again, of course. So we'll yay! I look forward to it we'll be able to talk. So until then, uh, we'll see you all on the next one. Bye. Bye, y'all.